host, Daniela with Bestie Life, and today I get to talk to Melissa Blatt, founder and CEO of IndiePop. IndiePop helps self-employed people meet their healthcare needs responsibly and affordably. So whether you're a freelancer, solopreneur, gig worker, mompreneur, small business, they have options, affordable options to help you meet your healthcare needs, as well as just her overall journey from film and TV to business and marketing and how she finds the bliss in her busy. So thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, this is Daniela with Bestie Life. And today I'm with Melissa Blatt of Indie Pop, Simple and Affordable Healthcare for the Self-Employed. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Good afternoon, Daniela. Good to be here. Thanks so much for joining me today. We had the pleasure of meeting on a networking event. And I mean, I just loved hearing your mission, your passion, your story, and was so excited to get to know you a little bit better. And so uh, if you want to share a little bit about yourself and start to introduce yourself, that'd be great. Yeah, thank you. Um, So I have been an independent contractor on and off for most of my career, which is over 20 years. And a couple of years ago, I left the corporate world to go out on my own. Mm-hmm. And I was faced with sticker shock of finding affordable health care. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really felt like I was going to have to go without health care, which is a very terrifying thing when you're in your late 40s. And I finally did find a solution. They're called health shares. But with so many different options out there, and it's not a one size fits all, I found myself really doing a deep dive into this different approach to managing medical needs. And I, I basically curated high value health shares um, for IndiePOP, which stands for independent population. So those are all the people that are out on their own, not getting health care through their company. And um, yeah, going on my second year and I meet amazing freelancers, independent contractors and small business owners that one of their top pain points is affordable health care. <laughs> so, and I think yeah. unfortunately, until we're in that situation, we don't know all the options. And then when we're in the middle of it to try and go out and find these things and learn about it and really educate ourselves can be so overwhelming, whether you're a single working mom, you know, whether you're in between like jobs and government health care or whatever, like it's just an overwhelming process. And so it can cause, you know, life stresses across multiple areas, not just related to your health, I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's not even about uh, what could potentially be a financial stress if you don't have healthcare. And even if you do, um, a lot of times you might walk into an ER with a sprained ankle and come out with a $24,000 bill. And you're like, what, what just happened here? Mm-hmm. Our healthcare is, is kind of out of control. And what IndiePop does is we help you make a decision whether or not one of these health shares could be even a good fit for you. So we're saving you a lot of time and stress of doing the research and we break it all down. And I like to say that we are like literally matchmakers in the, in the healthcare world. Um, and so that, that can be very, they're very useful. I mean, the top, I guess, two obstacles or the, the pushback that I get from people about why they don't have healthcare is it's too complicated. I don't even understand it, or Mm -hmm. I don't get sick. I've never been to the doctor. 
And I'm like, oh, really? Um, when was the last time you checked in with your appendix? How's it doing? Do you know that it might become infected? You, you just don't know, like, if you're going to have an aneurysm, if you're going to have appendicitis, um, if you're going to literally slip and fall and break your ankle. And I just say those are called the what if moments in life. And Indie Pop tries to help you make sure that you don't have that, that, mm-hmm. that medical burden. Yeah. And definitely, I know this is something you're so passionate about when it comes to what motivates you. Is it just yeah. personal experience or if you want to share a little bit where that comes from? Well, it's, it's funny. I'd say, yes, it is because I've, I've went through it. And when I realized that I might have to go without healthcare, I said, wait a second, I'm part of a huge population of 57 million freelancers in the United States, which makes up close to 40% of the workforce. Well, what are they doing? And I realized they are either paying three times the rates or going without healthcare. And when I found this solution that really worked for me, I decided I want to help a whole population. I really want to be a voice and I want to educate and I'm doing it from a place of, of pure care. I really do hate to see people suffer and go through um, health crises anyway. And then to double to basically to add insult to injury to then have these whopping bills. Yeah. I'm motivated by, by really helping people. And I think definitely over this last year, I think our health has been at the forefront. Every little cough, every little sneeze, you know, we're questioning and wondering, oh gosh, now what? You know, and to have that financial stress on top of it is only tenfold. No, well, you said the the just last year with, you know, a cough, but then compound that with the stress of of changing your whole life. Maybe have your kids are, are at home or now you're working from home or are you being furloughed? I mean, there was a lot going on and we're still not out of it. There's a mental stress too. And what I love about these health shares is they usually have a component of mental health mm-hmm. and a lot leveraged telemedicine, which has come a long way um, from when it first started, you know, many years ago. And they're able to basically uncover a lot of anxiety and depression that a lot of people don't even talk about when they go to the doctor's office because they get that white coat syndrome and they just want to get out of there. And they might not be as honest with themselves that, no, I'm not sleeping or I have stomach aches or I have headaches. And it's really about the stress. And that's, I've, I've really liked working with these um, health shares in that they really care about the individual. You're not just an ID card. You're, I'm Melissa, and they want me to be healthy. They don't even like to call me a patient. Right, that's fantastic. That's a different approach. So how do you find your bliss personally? Like, obviously you're so passionate about what you do professionally, but to to share a little bit more about you. Okay, so it's very interesting. I went to film school, a really great film school. I went to NYU and this was in the early 90s and I really thought I was gonna make my way to Hollywood, which I did. Um, And I I was in Hollywood for a few years doing the whole film and TV behind the camera. Mm -hmm. And I thought that would be what I really, really wanted. I've always been creative and I I thought this is the industry that I wanna be in. Um, It turns out my dad called me, he was 56 years old. He was living in Minneapolis and he's like, I want to open a business. Please come home. I'm like, what? (laughs) Minnesota is very cold, but my dad has been, you know, both my parents, I've been very blessed to have them help me fulfill my dreams. And I thought I can invest or, or dedicate or commit a year of my life to help my father. Well, one year turned into five and I, I stayed, but what I realized was I was really motivated from the, the purpose or the helping people. Mm-hmm. And 
I have to do it in a, in a creative way because that's how I'm built. That's how my mind works. Right. Um, and I don't think you can, you can separate your, your native genius. I, uh, some people call it of what you're really good at, what comes naturally to you or the way that you process or think I'm a very big picture person. So my bliss is this has been every little thing that I've done in my career from working with my father to working in nonprofit to moving in technology has literally led me up to this point. Mm-hmm. So when I was in angst, um, cause I did move back to LA, uh, when I was about 31, um, and I was still trying to figure everything out. And, you know, you sometimes gauge looking at your peers and what they're doing and how much money they're making. And did they get married? And my milestones look completely different because I wasn't married and I was still questioning my, my career and what I was doing. But when I chose something, I chose it because the underlying or the, the common denominator and all the things that I was doing is I was helping people. And so this was the ultimate starting launching my own business as a cum- accumulation of everything that I've done in my past right now. That's fantastic. And definitely I've talked before about how gratitude and giving back to others is a huge part of self-care and how much more you get back. And I love how you kind of stayed away from the conventional milestones and the comparison. And (laughs) when it comes, came to just driving your own path and finding your own bliss and going, you know what, this is, this is what's going to work for me and doing it on your own terms. That's really not always an easy choice, but definitely a, a super powerful one. Sometimes you stand alone. Mm-hmm. because you're look, I am not married. I'm 50. I don't have children. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of rare. You know, um, maybe now it's, it's not in the last 10 years, people are waiting or they're saying, I don't have to have children. It's, it's very interesting when those are the traditional milestones is, you know, you graduate co- high school, you might go to college and the marriage and the children and the graduations. And when you don't have that, or when you're not in a career where you really are climbing a ladder, it's sometimes interesting to reflect and go, well, what are my milestones? So I like to say, create your own wins and celebrate them. You do not have to wait, Um, you know, pat yourself on the back and realize that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And you don't see the big picture yet. You're still evolving and growing and take that, that challenge or that opportunity that you're in and embrace it because you're there for a reason and use it. It will come in. Mm -hmm. I, I believe this. It will come in again, somehow, maybe five years later. And you're like, Oh, that's why I had to move to Detroit for six months. Or, or that's why I had to learn a skill. So yeah. Well, and I think sometimes too, I, a lot of women I talk to, and even myself, like we get wrapped up in the checking those boxes or those different roles yeah. and we don't have that time to reflect, or we don't take that time to see where we as ourselves fit in. We become mom, employee, wife, and all these other roles. And then you get to a certain point where you're like, oh gosh, where did I go? I got to find what I like and what I do and who I am and, and to hear, you know, that you can do both. You can follow all of those paths and still find it. You can, it's not that those things get in the way, even though I think we use them as excuses that everyone goes on that journey. It doesn't matter what path you're taking and, and that we are all meant to be where we are and kind of continuing that journey is everyone's lifelong process. Right. And my journey is going to look different than your journey and a journey of a, of a woman that became a mom at 22 or a woman that became a mom at 42. It's, it's all looks different and it's hard. We get sometimes wrapped up in the comparison. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really, it can be a real, a real struggle when you stay in your lane and you just kind of focus on your journey. No one else can complete your mission. 
It's you. You're creating it every day. But I love even with different paths, we still connect. And that's the part is you can oh, yeah. have a connection outside of that too. And to really look outside of that to find, you might find kind of that symbiotic person who is totally aligned with you, even if it feels like, but they have all these different things. It's our differences that actually, yeah, that bring us together. It mm-hmm. That's the diversity of, of each other. We have a lot more in common than we think. I, I think sometimes we could just get wrapped up in the competition or the looking outside of ourselves. Like I, when you use the word should, anytime you're using, well, I should be doing this. It's like, be very careful with how you're talking to yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. What if people kind of think you have all together, but you don't always feel like you do? Oh, that's an interesting one all together. Well, you know, what's interesting is I am a big proponent of sleep. Okay. And so, um, I've found that not all entrepreneurs actually sleep as much as I do. And I really feel like it's part of my self-care is that I need to get rest because I will not have it all together and be productive. Um, I also work a different kind of schedule. So I find that I have a lot of creativity at night. So I'm more of a night owl. And so you might not realize that if you catch me on a day that I did not sleep, <laughs> you might think that I'm really, I'm really off. <laughs> so it's not that you just naturally have it together. You're very deliberate and intentional about the things you put in your place when it comes to your sleep and maximizing your most creative and productive times in order to pull it off. It's not just an instantaneous, natural thing. No, I mean, it's a balance. Uh, and I, I can admit first right now that I don't have a balance with work and social life. It's a lot of work. I'm, I mean, I'm still in startup mode, but I realized and it's taken me a long time to not really feel guilty mm-hmm. about taking care of myself that we drive ourselves so hard. And, you know, when you are not well-rested and you're not eating right, and you're not moving your body, you could be headed for some really major medical conditions or burnout. Yeah. And I am in this for the long haul and, um, I only have one body. And so I had to just drop that where, you know, I see other entrepreneurs that get up at four in the morning, they're emailing me and I'm like, Oh my God, what are they doing at four in the morning? (laughs) I'm like, all right, it works for them. They might be going to bed at nine or maybe not, or it doesn't matter. It's like, I had to come to that realization that I, this is how I perform and this is how I excel. And this is how I have to, you know, what's best for me. So, and I love that you do that because that's so much of what I help women with and work on is teaching them. You have to do these different things in self-care, you know, sleeping and eating and moving and connecting and all of those other pieces that help you maximize your, your life and your day and your happiness to be your best self. And, and do you also mentor and coach about asking for help when you need it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Because I think we're, we're very guarded a lot of times when it comes to being vulnerable and showing that, you know, that's why I asked the question because people think, well, everybody else has it together. Everybody else doesn't need help. And that's not the case. I think so to show it's everyone might think I have this together, but I don't helps us to share that vulnerability that it's okay, you know, to not have it together, to ask for help, to not be okay, because in doing so, we make it more normal and we make it a more comfortable conversation. It's, it's so true. And when I started, this is my first startup. I might've been able in my, in my past to run departments or manage hundreds of volunteers or channel partners, but this was my first startup. And 
I really wanted to make sure I didn't fall into some of the um, loopholes of being a first time founder. Mm -hmm. And so I created an advisory board and no matter what business you're in, you might just want to have three really great people in your life, whether they're friends or mentors, coaches that will give you real advice and tell you the truth, not just pat. Yes. You need the pat on the back, but you also need that, that harsh reality sometimes of wait, you're taking on too much, or you really need to stay laser focused with this. Or, um, and I, I did that early on and I had a support, a support system that could help me strategize and make some big decisions. So I really do believe it does it. It, you can have the vision, but you should have that support around you. Um, it could be, you know, very beneficial. Right. I love that you share it. We're not an island and we don't have to do it alone. And, you know, none of us are. So that's great. What are the three things you would say you're most grateful for? Definitely uh, because I myself had a health crisis five years ago. I know what it's like that the world pretty much stops because you have to focus on um, your health to get better and nothing else really actually matters at that point when you're not um, functioning at 100%. So I think many of us actually take our health for granted and we just think it's always gonna be there that you know we can get out of bed and just start our day. And it takes sometimes a big slap in the face to go, whoa, okay, so, so my health is one. I have a great family. I have an amazing dog. I've lived life without a dog. And I could say living life with a dog is much better. And <laughs> I have, um, I've had some really unique opportunities in my life. And I'm really grateful for those opportunities. And I think even the challenges I could say now, as I'm older, that I'm grateful for the challenges, because that's where the most growth has come from. Definitely that perspective, it can be hard to have at the moment, but when you're able to gain it and see it was worth the struggle, it was worth the hardship, you know, definitely can make it more bearable, you know, going forward to be able to learn from those lessons and integrate them in your, into your day to day. It's really getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think as women, sometimes we, I'll give you a case in point, you create a resume, you go for a job and you don't match a hundred percent from your resume to the job description, a lot of women will back down and not go for the job. Whereas a male, they might only have 10% of right. what's required and they'll still go for the job. And I think, you know, you, it's a muscle that you have to exercise that that might be uncomfortable for you, but go for the job, go for the promotion, go for creating your business, go, go for it in a way that um, stretch yourself to not to the point where it causes you distress, but being uncomfortable can, can keep you kind of on your toes and keep you motivated. So um, many times we might choose a very safe route mm -hmm. and you're just not working that muscle. They say growth never happens in your comfort zone. That's exactly it. Definitely. That's so definitely. if you were going to go outside of your comfort zone, if you had more time and, you know, wouldn't we all love it? What would you do? What would you, you know, what's that thing that's been on the back burner that you're like, ah, oh, you know, I wish I had that extra free time to do. Well, the free time, I, I, the first love of mine is, is um, painting and, and my film. Um, so anytime I can create, and one of the things I get to do for my business is I've been starting to make TikTok videos, which are so much fun um, and, um, you know, create, create content. And so um, I just haven't had time to paint in so long. And I just keep dreaming of the day that I can add on an extra room for, you know, the, the potter's wheel and the easels and just have a beautiful art room that I can go and create 
you know, create all day. Yeah. Awesome. And I love when we talk about it because I always say, you know, we're putting it out there. We're starting the, yeah. the process of making these things happen. So I look forward to definitely seeing your, your artwork in the next couple of years as you definitely tap into that, <laughs> that dream. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I hope to get back to it and it's a part of me, so it won't, it won't go away, but, um, and I always encourage people when they say, oh, you paint? Oh, I can't paint. I said, really, everyone can. Mm-hmm. And it's how you show up to the drawing or the canvas. And it's already because we have this limited belief of I'm not, you know, a Rembrandt or a Picasso. It's not, well, no, you're, you're Daniela and I'm Melissa and you're going to interpret things differently. Um, so I think letting go of those expectations helps make yeah the impossible seem possible. There's so many things. I, I mean, just because you might not make it to the Olympics in your um, craft or something that you're going to start doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You know, it's, if it brings you joy, why not? And it's not hurting anyone. Let's put a little, <laughs> it doesn't hurt anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> but if it brings you joy, um, yeah, you know, hold you, yourself back. Yeah. Many times people will talk themselves out of things mm-hmm. before they even start. Yeah. So where can my listeners find more about Indie Pop and health shares and connect yeah. with you so that they can help make sure that they're accessing affordable health care and, and taking care of themselves? So Indie Pop's website is indipop.co. Mm-hmm. It stands for, again, independent population. And um, you can email me at hello at indiepop.co if you'd like to um, learn more about individual, family, and small business plans. And it's a really unique approach to managing your medical needs. You're going to have concierge care, fair medical pricing, and lower rates. So if you'd like to know more, yeah, please reach out. I'd love to help. And all of those links will be in the show notes below. So thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please leave a five-star review so that we can share this with more women. And thank you so much again, Melissa. I appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you for empowering women. All right. Bye. See you later.